I know they hate it when I speak my truth. It's dangerous. So dangerous. To bottle the same wish. Yeah, I say gangster rap in this industry. Brothers was in the street. Group of farmers gripping that 40 cal. They was in the beat. Those became a puzzle just trying to piece them together. Pistols like rock bands hit a sound of the heavy metal. They playing I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, time has been getting the best of me, but welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Today We Decide About Tomorrow. This is another episode for my good people out there. Today we're going to talk about how you can't lead and learn. It's, it's, impo- it's not impossible. You can do it, but it's just not very effective. So you can't lead and learn just as well as you can't talk and listen. So I heard it said the other day, and I was watching this this nice movie. I can't remember what movie it was. I watch a lot of movies on a daily basis. Um, it's, it's what gets the, the gears, you know, moving. Um, I heard it said that nobody is as deaf as somebody who don't want to listen. Hearing that, I had to take it a bit further. So nobody is as deaf as somebody who don't want to listen or least informed than someone who's sold to their own opinion or knowledge you've heard the phrase over and over again you can't you can you can drag a horse to the water but you can't make him drink it's 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 really simplistic the thing is most of the time we meet people who as much as you want to teach them the much as you want to enlighten or share gems with them they're sold to their own opinion in other words they're they're set in their own ways so because they are already sold to their own opinion based on life experience what they were told by somebody that they held in a higher regard than you because let's be honest there's people who if you say something to them I'll give you an example. One of my very close friends, we had this conversation about two years ago. I I mentioned something to him. I said something to him, and he shrugged it off. It was like water on a duck's back. And what did he do? Another friend of ours posted something on Facebook saying the exact same thing that I had already said a million times over. And guess what? It was better received from the other friend and to be honest we were in a very 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 tight or not really tight we we're in a very um conflict driven part or season of our relationship or our friendship so it, it was really hard to be receptive of anything that we were saying to each other we just, we just wasn't seeing eye to eye you know and so listening to somebody else say the exact thing that i just said well, he was more receptive, and now because of that, he, he heard out and, and, and got the gems out of what was being said. But when I said it, it was like, eh, in one ear and out the other. But nobody is as deaf as somebody who don't want to listen. There's many people that we're going to come across in life that even though we may have the answer to the question, they're not going to be willing to be receptive. And we have to be okay with that. 
we have to dust off our feet and go to the next house. We have to continue to go and go about our day, go about our life, because we can't get frustrated along the journey of life of trying to um, enlighten other people, help them get to a certain point or um, a, a certain re uh, revelation or realization in their life. And because they're set or sold to their own opinion, you know, we get frustrated now we're we're fighting and tussling with them trying to get them to drink of the water of the truth you know what i mean we're trying to get them to swallow this pill of truth but in reality they don't want to they don't want to they don't feel like they need to hear anything you have to say what you're saying to them isn't of any value to them even though it is truthfully speaking it's it's like for example parents this is like parenting a parent has already lived at average 15 years more than their children at average you know unless you started having kids at a very very young age but at average 15 years is 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 the line between the uh, line of separation between you and your children so there's 15 years of a of a wisdom or experience gap that you have between you and your child and even though you have the 15 years of, of experience a wisdom gap you can tell your kid something, and even though you may be 1,000% right, their mind and their ears are shut off to everything you say to them because to them, your advice is outdated. To them, you're not cool enough. To them, you know, you, you're not fun enough. They're not trying to hear anything you're trying to say. And so they have to learn the hard way by going through the experience, failing, and then realizing that, hey, you were trying to tell me how to avoid this pitfall nobody is as deaf as somebody who ain't trying to listen but nobody is also as least informed than someone who sold to their own opinion do you know that if you only listen to what you tell yourself you only have one perspective you ever sat in a room with somebody and it's like an open discussion and this one person just always has to um, um, rock the boat they have to bring conflict they just have to be the only odd man out and so they always have a different perspective no matter what the conversation or whatever the topic is even though if we sat here and said that two plus two was four for some reason they have to say that it's five that's just who they are they're misinformed and they like it some people like being misinformed because it's like some people are so um how do I, how do I explain this? Some people enjoy being the odd man out so much that being in alignment with other people just doesn't feel right. It's not comfortable for them. They just have to be the difference. They have to be different. Some people want to be different so bad that even when it makes sense to be on the same team, they just can't do it. It just doesn't sit sit well with them. Those people are uncomfortable in their own skin. But get it while I'm giving it out for free. Without listening, it, it is not possible to learn and understand. Nor can you identify threats and opportunities. Listening is required in order to make plans, engage people, and get them to commit. When repeated failure happens, it is because the leadership did not listen. 
Listening is vital for sustained success. I love that. And and, and typically, our get it while I'm giving it out for free is it's not as lengthy. But without listening, it's, it's impossible to learn and understand. You can identify threats and opportunities when you don't listen. And we've all heard the saying, I think I said it in the very beginning of the podcast, that it is hard. Not no no well not that part. Um, that most of the time, it starts up top. So it always starts with the leadership camp. Always starts with the leadership camp. When things go left, we always start up top. Most of the time, for example, you go into uh, an establishment, and you. You see that it was it was it was successful for a while and things begin to go left. The first thing that you do is you ask, where's the manager? Why? Because you assume that if the manager's there, the ship would be running smooth. Everything goes well if the boss is here. Why? Because the boss maintains a level of excellence. So when things go left, we automatically assume the manager's not there. You get what I'm saying? So we always have to listen and understand because without doing so, how are we getting better? How are we improving? How does our knowledge get sharpened? There's many things that we've learned in our younger years that as we got older, we found that it wasn't as true as we thought it was. It was just according to our level of thought process, according to our, our level of thinking, it made the most sense. I had a kid the other day, and, and don't get me wrong, opinions are subjective, depending on the, 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 the question being asked, right? So the other day I was talking to one of my employees, and I asked him who was, who was some of his uh, favorite rap artists, right? Now, there's no right or wrong answer to this question. I don't care who you pick, because it's, it's, it's art. It's what you get out of it. But if, if we say, so who's more lyrical that changes the argument. Now there's 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 criteria. Now you have to give me an answer based on what lyric what it, what it means to be lyrical. And so one of my employees mentioned a rapper and I said, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." And so I then I I began to name people that I thought were better. And so he he had his mind made up. Because at his age, it made sense why he liked this artist. It, at, his, at, his, at his level of thinking, it made sense. And so when I asked him, did he know what a double entendre, triple entendre, what it meant to um, bend words, what did it mean to do play on words, puns, and all of these different things, schemes, you know, he couldn't answer that. And so I told him, well, you're more of a fan of ABC rap. You know, the cat with the hat, with the rat, with the bat, hit him in the smack, smack, with a jack, with a rat, with a hat. And, and it's like, he was like, man, that's fire. What a nice beat. And I'm like, eh, 
that's 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 simplistic. You know, gangster rap in this industry, brothers was in the street, a group of farmers gripping the forty cal, they was in the beat. Goals became a puzzle to trying to piece them together. Pistols like rock bands to the sound of the heavy metal they playing for keeps because slipping could be so critical. Like gangster rap in this industry, my brothers was in the streets, a group of farmers gripping that forty cal. Group of farmers gripping the forty cal. Cow farmer. Forty cal is also a gun. They were into beef, beef, cow. That's a scheme. That's a farmer scheme, but it's also play on words. So it's, it, there's 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 double double entendre going on. You know, things have different meaning, have double meanings. And so when when I'm trying to explain to him that hey, there's different levels of it, but because your level of thinking is at that lower level, you haven't graduated yet to that to that that wavelength. This is why you prefer this. This is why your preference is that. There's nothing wrong with that. But but it shows that we can be sold to our own opinion and we can be stuck at a level sometimes. And because we don't want to move, matter of fact, hit me out. The other day I was I was watching an interview and Stephen A. Smith said, when you're trying to win and win for a long time, you can't stand still. You got to keep moving. He said, when you look at championship rosters, you notice that, you know, because he, he gave credit to the Buccaneers that Tampa Bay brought back all of their starters after just winning a championship last year. He said, that's, that's not a likelihood. It doesn't happen all the time. He said, most of the time, championship teams have to recalibrate. We saw that two years ago, the Lakers won in the NBA and then what did they do the following year they switched up the roster they thought they had to move different pieces so they let go Dwight Howard let go Rajon Rondo you know they, they let go a lot of different people that we thought were catalysts to being being um the champions the year before but they were making moves to get better they were listening and understanding where they needed to improve we have to listen we have to listen. If we're, if we're trying to win, if we're trying to grow, we have to listen. Now, what does that have to do with, with leading and learning, Kendrick? Well, I, I set the table for all of that because I need you to understand something, something really, really vital. And, and this is my getaway. You're giving it out for free, too, on this thing. A great leader... Is 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 like one who leads the orchestra. He has his eye on the task at hand, but it's back to the distraction. Any true leader, any true leader has his eyes on the task at hand and his back to the distraction. If you've ever watched an orchestra perform, you saw, I don't know what the lead guy is called, but he's up front waving the two sticks, right? And he's making sure these people are hitting this note, and he's making sure this section of, of instruments are hitting this, these notes and all of these different things. But guess what? What's going on behind him? There's a crowd of people listening, chewing gum, flashing lights, clapping. All of these different things are happening. It's a distraction. 
And if you notice, all of the uh, of, of the children or 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 the people a part of the band is doing what? Paying attention to him because they have to lock in on him. Because if they lock in on the leader at hand, they'll know how to get to where they're going. So often, things are happening in our lives and the task is right there in front of us. But we get sidetracked by things that don't matter. No matter what happens in life, there's going to, there's going to be distractions. But we have to be like the guy leading the orchestra and turn our face towards the thing that's important and keep our back to the distraction. So sometimes we have a goal to accomplish and we lose out on getting the thing accomplished because we're so busy worried about what's going on behind us. All of the rumors that's being spread, all of the gossip that's being talked about, all of the, the, the chitter and the chatter that's going on, all of our failures that's behind us, all of the, the things that happened long time ago that's still weighing on our minds all of these things are behind us you got to focus on what's going on in front of you you can't lead and learn there's nothing wrong with being the kid in the chair watching the guy waving the sticks there's nothing wrong with being a part of the orchestra while he's directing because in order to effectively lead, one has to first effectively follow. No one can lead without first following effectively. Even all of our naturally born leaders all give a testament of somebody who came before them that they've learned from. Somebody that they sat back and they watched do it at a high level. Because guess what? As much as I would love to read the manual to how to drive while driving, an accident is bound to happen. If I'm Googling how to drive my car while driving my car, I'm bound to wreck my car. I might get away with it with a couple trips, but at some point, I'm going to crash. Do you know that's why they tell us not to text and drive? Because texting means that I'm taking my eyes off of the road. My, 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 my mind is preoccupied with whatever I'm reading. And now I don't have 100% um, um, focus on the road. And I can't make a sound sound decision. And, and, and now my, my decision making is altered. And now I'm going to wreck or crash into something or call somebody else to wreck or crash because I'm not focused. I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not able to lead the ship properly. Because I'm, I'm so busy reading, meaning I'm so busy learning at the same time. I'm trying to learn how to drive while leading the ship at the same time. I, I want I want to drive the boat. I want to drive the boat. I want to drive the boat. But at the same time, I'm trying to figure out how to drive the boat. Now everybody goes down. You can't be afraid to learn. You'll get your chance to lead. You'll get your chance to lead. 
Preparation is everything. You ever heard the term stay ready so you don't have to get ready? Yeah, we have to prepare. And we prepare by learning. There's nothing wrong with learning. Sit back for a while. Do you know most jobs, really good jobs, made you intern first? You know why? Not 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 the interns where you you have to go get cookies and, and buy coffee and go get uh, donuts for somebody. No, the ones where you get hands-on experience and you get to make mistakes and then learn before they promote you into the position. Why? Because you still needed to learn how to do the job. We can't just turn you loose. You wasn't ready yet. I love, I love in the movie Creed, right? So in the movie Creed, Apollo Creed's son, he's, he's about to get ready to fight Drago's son. Now this kid is built like an ox. I'm talking about he looked like me with my shirt off. Okay, maybe not, but you get what I'm saying. So this, this kid is, is big as all outdoors and Rocky comes to him and he says, hey, you're not ready. Don't don't take that fight. And Creed says, no, nah, I'm not afraid of him. This dude killed me. You know, like his, his people killed my dad. And they out here talking smack. And Rocky's like, that kid was raised in hate. He's going to break you. Don't take this fight. He was in a position of 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 learning. That haste leads to mistakes. If we're too hasty on on deciding on something without using sound judgment, it typically and and more often than not lead us to a a mistake that sometimes costs us everything. But he wasn't trying to listen to Rocky. And guess what he did? He went out and he trained without his leader. He went out to fight Drago's son and lost badly. Beat the lining off that boy. There's nothing wrong with sitting in the seat of a student. You can't be afraid to learn. Because what typically happens is we can become so arrogant. So arrogant. That it clouds our judgment. Ignorance can disguise itself as confidence and lead us to our demise. Get it? Why don't giving it out for free? Ignorance can disguise itself as confidence and lead us to our demise. The great thing about it was it was a boxing match. So though he lost, he had the ability to fight again. But if you know the, the, the story of the Rocky movies, his father actually died fighting against Drago. Some mistakes that we make in life, we can't come back from. And, 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 and by come back, I mean that, that mistake he, his father made, he died behind. Some of us, we make mistakes and they put us behind jail, for, behind bars for a long time. Some mistakes we make, we lose relationships 
and 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 can never rekindle it. Some some mistakes we make, we can we can no longer rebuild the trust with certain people. Some mistakes we make cost us really good jobs, and and some mistakes that we make cost us a lot of money and a lot of revenue. Some mistakes we make can cost us our businesses, and some mistakes we make can cause us to lose our peace of mind, and some mistakes we make can put us in bodily harm that we can we can become paralyzed and we no longer can move certain limbs the way we used to anymore. Some mistakes we make can be detrimental to everything. So do not feel as though you can't sit down and learn for a while. Everything has a season. Everything has a season. I love how the other day I was in a, in a, in a life group and, and something super rudimentary was said, but it, it was very pivotal. It says, you know, we have two ears, one mouth. So listen twice as much and speak half as much. They gave us, God gave us two ears and one mouth. So we should listen twice as much and speak half as much. Don't be in a rush to lead. So much comes out of having to lead. Now, don't get me wrong now. There's nothing wrong with leading. Because ultimately, when you lead, most people lead because they have a goal in mind. And that's good, because if you aim for nothing, you'll hit nothing. Aspire for something, and it'll give you something to strive for. Yeah. I'm giving them to you today. Aim for nothing and you'll hit nothing. Aspire for something and it'll give you something to strive for. I found that many people feel as though it's hard to lead because you have to have a standard to lead. And most times when leadership fails because they don't have a standard. They can't hold themselves to one, let alone hold the people up under them to it. But here's the thing. The standard is never too high. You just have to conquer your fear of heights. Set the standard. And walk according to it. You see, students have the luxury of being selfish. When you're in a seat of being a student, you can be selfish. You have the ability to just focus on your development. The leader must lead or the system doesn't thrive. And this season of being a student, be selfish. Learn, get all that you can get and get understanding while getting it. But when it's time to lead, you must lead with your eyes on the prize and your eyes on the standard. There has to be a standard. There has to be a standard. You can't do it without it. Wallow said something the other day that I thought was very, very valuable. He said, and, and, and I want to tie this into to, to leadership. Because leaders, uh, along with 
having to um have to aspire to hit a level of excellence or standard we have to remember what value something has and we have to remember that we have as a leader we have to add value to it so when we are in in conglomerate or when we are in um a group with other people aspiring to do great things remember that you gotta add value to this thing that you're a part of so you can't lead and learn but at the same time you can't be leading but not adding to the pot if not let's go back to the level or let's go back to the, the position of student because I've seen many people sit in the back seat and drive. I hate a backseat driver. They want to tell you to turn here, turn that, turn here, turn here, turn that. Hey, do this, do this, that, do, do this, do this, do this. You want to do? The, you want to be the DJ and you want to direct the, the driving? Goodness gracious, brother! And you know why? Because when you're in the back seat and you're backseat driving, if things go left, ultimately who is held responsible? The one behind the wheel. So most people do the backseat driving, do the sideline coaching because they don't have the cojones. They don't have the courage. They don't have the backbone to lead from out front. Because when things go left, they don't want to be the person that people are getting on. I remember a teammate in college. I remember when when we lost in college. My boss, my boss, my my coach used to pull me in the office and he used to rail on me about how I got to get better and lead better. And I'm like, I didn't I didn't have nine turnovers. That dude did. I didn't I didn't miss that that loose ball. I had such and in my mind I'm listing off all my stats. I had this this that and this and I'm like. Well, it doesn't matter what I had. We still lost. <laughs> but in that moment, in that season of sitting in that in that seat of of being a student, I was like, eh, I get it. Even though I did what I did, I'm supposed to make, bring them up. I'm supposed to make them better. It's a reason why I'm sitting here being chewed out about other people's performances and why the other people are are not even being held accountable sometimes it's like if if you ran a company or you ran a store right and you have a district manager your district manager isn't coming into the store and speaking to your part-timer he's speaking to you because you are the the direct boss of said establishment what am i talking to them for it's like at school, teachers call the parents. Hey, your child is acting up. Can you, you know, get on together? Because you got to talk to the leader. You have to talk to the leader. Leading is important, but being a student, you have to be a great student. So when it's your turn to lead, you can do so effectively. But back to what Wallow said about about uh, value. What value are you adding to the people that you talking about got something going on? If you don't bring value, the value devalues the value. <sighs> That's a bar. 
what value are you adding to the people that you you keep bringing up about that has something going on? Because if you don't bring value, the value devalues the value. So if you're you're around a group of leaders and everybody is leading at a high level, that little bit of BS that you're bringing to the table is contaminating the pot. So now the water is 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 contaminated and now anybody who drinks of it though they may survive depending on the level of contamination this thing can go left quick. So what value are you adding to the pot? Students, listen. Submit to the authorities above you. So when it's your turn, you can do so effectively because you've learned all that it was that you were supposed to in the season that you were in because time waits on no one. And when it's your turn, you have to arrive. And you have to lead at a high level. And you have to bring these students up. You have to bring them up. Remember, good things don't need overselling. They don't. So, a good leader doesn't have to overdo or oversell anything he's trying to teach you. Because if you're listening, intently and and you're trying to gain understanding if you're trying to to get get it while they giving it out for free <laughs> you'll come to the realization that what they're teaching you and telling you is for your benefit but while in that in that level of being a student you have to be open to new things new ideas new processes because according to your level of understanding, there's there's limitations to the things that you can do or, or limitations to the things that you can accomplish because you don't know how much bigger this world is. Imagine being eight years old and all you know is going to school and coming home and, and, and making ramen noodles in the, in the oven only for you to hit 15 and realize you can go out and do this and do that and do this and you know what I mean like you you I remember the first time ever watching YouTube and seeing dudes even better imagine this if we were to resurrect somebody who lived in 18 BC and they walk around and they see cars planes phones According to their level of understanding, this is like a miracle. But now they have to be open to these new inventions, new inventions and, and new things that's been transpiring. So as a student, be open to learning and understanding and transforming. You owe it to yourself. Don't be a distraction. 
Remember, you can't lead and learn at the same time effectively. Give the leaders above you a chance to impact and change your life. Cool. Some of the things they're going to tell you might be right and some of it may be wrong. But even a broken clock is right twice a day. So there's going to be some good in what's being said. It's all about moving through the information and figuring out what's important and useful for you. Thank you all for taking time out to listen to the podcast, man. I, I, I'm really trying my best to get you guys things that are thought provoking, but also beneficial to you guys moving the needle forward in your own personal lives as I'm moving through mine. Um, I'm trying to get you guys more at more episodes. I'm actually uh, trying to get two episodes processed, but it's it's been taking quite some time because of how long it was. And I almost just posted it, but it was almost it's almost like an hour and forty five minutes long. So not gonna do that. And so thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for sharing the content with other people. I love you guys, man. I hope you guys continue to enjoy the podcast as we continue to grow it. Um, you guys have a great day, man. Thank you for joining again on this episode of Today We Decide About Tomorrow podcast. You can't lead and learn. Talk to me soon, but talk to me nice. Love you guys.